This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Choosing the right heating system for your home becomes easier when you know the offerings available. And if you can't change what's already installed, there are ways to upgrade on energy and cost efficiency. Contrary to popular belief, it's not sunny and warm all year round down under. But when it comes to heating systems, Australian homes are generally lagging behind their Northern Hemisphere counterparts. German-born Dr Sven Teske, Associate Professor and Research Director at the Institute for Sustainable Futures at University of Technology, Sydney, has first-hand experience. I have to say I'm coming from a very cold country, but I never ever uh, freeze so much at home as in Australia because there's simply no heating system installed. And one of the reasons for that is probably that the heating period is very short. It's only like three months maximum, while the heating period in Europe, where I'm from, is between eight and nine months. So the necessity of implementing heating systems is not really as pressing. This explains why central heating is not as common in Australia, according to Chris Barnes a home heating expert at consumer advocacy group Choice. Yet it remains popular amongst those who prefer to heat up the whole house. The central heating I don't think is nearly as big in Australia as it is in other parts of the world. When we think of central heating, that's a coverall term that covers quite a few different things. So a ducted system throughout the home is a form of central heating. You can also have heating in the slab of the home or through hydronic heating, radiators. And obviously, if you want to keep the whole house warm, some sort of centralised system is a good way to go. On the downside, he says, centralised heating systems can be less cost-effective when compared with split systems. are relatively expensive to install, and you really want to make sure that you actually want that sort of heating system in your home and that you're using it effectively. It's often more cost-effective and energy-efficient to only heat the spaces that you're actually using. So that may mean you know, having, for example, a few split systems you know, throughout the home that you can turn on or off as those parts of the home are being used, or indeed a, just a, a simple portable electric heater. For householders keen for emission-free heating, there are options, says Dr Teske. But most are not easily accessible to renters, as they require installation. One of the most energy-efficient choices is a heat pump, especially when it operates on electricity sourced from solar panels. So for homeowners, it is possible to build or to invest in a heat pump, which uh, operates with electricity. That's the most efficient way if you heat with electricity to heat your home. And the electricity can come from solar photovoltaics. So basically, this kind of heating is totally emission-free. Going green with your home heating, Dr. Teske says, is good for your pocket too in the long run. The electricity for the heat pumps should be produced by solar panels. That has many advantages. One, the homeowner can actually produce themselves and therefore is independent from electricity market prices. Secondly, the electricity can be stored and therefore you can use the electricity whenever you need it, but you still um, can store it a bit. That's sort of an alternative to a battery system as well. Mr Barnes says that Australia's variable weather conditions are also a factor defining the choice of heating system or appliance. A lot of people in, in Australia, cooling is just as important, if not more important, 
than as heating. So a reverse cycle air conditioner obviously is a great solution because it offers you both of those. Now, these you know, the solutions that people turn to for heating their homes are very regional. You know, they vary a lot state by state. State and territory governments offer support to households for improving their energy efficiency. Programs targeting home heating include rebates and financial incentives for upgrades and purchase of equipment, as well as free expert advice to householders. Andrew Redaway works as a senior consultant for the Australian Energy Foundation, a contractor partnering with the ACT government to offer renters free home energy assessments. When it comes to heating, an in-home energy assessment looks at the appliance used and building features. So insulation is one aspect. Installing usually either material that's like soft and fluffy, either above the ceiling, so just above the plasterboard in the roof space, or also in the wall cavities. The ceiling should be the highest priority, then walls, and then floors after that. Efficient use of energy is also important, says Mr Redaway. One simple tip is try not to heat more areas than what you need. So if you're only occupying one room, then it makes sense to only heat that room. So you can close doors and try and keep the heat contained. Uh, Another tip is to only heat as much as you need for comfort and health and safety. If you are turning up your heater very high to make the room really hot, that's going to have a big increase in your energy bill. Moving beyond energy efficiency to bigger interventions for green home heating is harder for renters compared to homeowners, Dr Teske points out. For those using electrical systems, switching to a utility company with green power can help achieve zero or significantly reduced emissions. But when it comes to gas heating, Dr Teske says, the emission-free option is inaccessible. I live in Sydney and I have a rental myself. We have gas bottles, so it is possible to buy green biogas in bottles, although I personally have not managed to find some supply in Sydney. But in theory, it's possible to have a biogas as a gas supply for a heating system. But that is a niche option which might be open for some, but for the majority of people, that won't be an option. An option available to everyone, whether a homeowner or renter, towards reducing energy bills and use is draft sealing, says Mr Redaway. Draft sealing is one of the most cost-effective things that you can do to improve the performance of your home for staying warm in winter and also staying cool in summer. The problem with drafts is you have air that leaks out of your home through cracks like around the windows and under doors and all these other places. If you're heating your living area, for example, then you're heating that air, but then the air is being lost and new cold air is coming in that has to be heated up again. No matter which heating option you choose, safety should be paramount. According to Fire and Rescue New South Wales, cooler months see a 10% increase in the number of home fires, with more fires in bedrooms and lounge rooms due to heaters and electric blankets. Authorities warn against using any outdoor heating or cooking equipment inside your home, including those that use heat beads, charcoal or LPG as a fuel source. And always check the manufacturer's recommendations before use. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more settlement guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.